word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day, first one is isolado. I-S-O-L-A-T-O, a noun meaning a person who is physically or spiritually isolated from their times or society. No, sounds aspirational to me. If you could get to a point where you could just be so isolated that you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, would be isolated. Well, financially secure to where you could be isolated to oh, not worry about it. That'd be nice. Just one, do your own thing all <laughs> all the time. It'd be like Mark Wahlberg in that movie, uh, Sniper or uh, Shooter, the one where they they hire him to be a sniper. They go find him up in the. I wonder how many of those guys are, there actually are. A lot. I bet you more than you're more than you're willing to admit there are. <laughs> Scare you how many there are. All right, Flan, your word of the day, really just a phrase now, uh, according <laughs> unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com. Love puff. <laughs> A silent perfect. Fart, a silent fart released while in, be- oh. in bed with your partner we that go. you were hoping wouldn't smell but does. But by calling it a love puff, you hope to maintain some level of cuteness and overcome the curse of bad smell that threatens to ruin the otherwise romantic moment. So remember that for if, your if next she if she still likes you after your first fart means to keep her love puff. Yeah, remember that mm-hmm. for your next date. Just you know, also, when you blow up her bathroom, that's when you really know you're in a relationship. You got to be very, very careful about blowing up the bathroom. You know, actually, the, the trick is you got you to know when to, like, spat, like, space out the poops. You poop immediately flush so that there's not, that it doesn't linger. So that it just goes right down, the t- right down the pipe. And then you wait for the toilet to drain back up. Boom. To flush immediately. You almost do it as it's coming out, so that it's good. That when it, so it's not just rolling around, it goes straight down. Thank the pipe. you, thank you, thank you. I let that I, go I, uh, on for too much for too long. I've studied this the uh, technique. Uh, it must have you've <laughs> perfected the art of crapping at other people's uh, homes. All right, thank you. We have a good show today. I promise. Aside from that, that little introduction there. We're going to update the brackets, get the stat of the day. Yeah, I love winners that. Winners and losers, a nice little story towards the end of this, and then a, uh, a full slate of pop culture to update you on. So, Flan, without further ado, you ready to go? Yes. Let's get it on. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, man Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since the young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it wide Work for myself like all you niggas sign it Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get first to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these juice won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my bay,
And welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags of fun facts. The podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in the garage by my co-host and friend, Brandon Flanagan. Hello! How's it going, Flan? It's going good. <laughs> good to hear. Uh, lots of enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. You've been watching uh, the uh, college basketball tournament here? I have, and yeah. my bracket is looking extra spicy these days. Extra. I'm at 96% right now <laughs> on my bracket. 15 of the 16 teams correct in the f- Sweet 16. How many hours of college basketball did you watch total this year? Uh, probably like five. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, so, yeah, very impressive. I got the numbers here. Your first round, so that was after Thursday and Friday, you went 24-8. and eight, And I was right there behind you at 23-9. and nine, And then Tim was bringing up the rear at 19-13. and 13. And then uh, round two, so that was yesterday and today, you went 15-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous! I went twelve and four. Tim again bringing up the rear at six and ten. So so far you are thirty nine and nine. Oh yeah, baby! Through the tournament, I am thirty five and thirteen. Number and one Tim, in my ESPN group 25, too. Twenty five, Bringing home that bacon, mama. Which you did not invite me in, but it's, it's my cool. college buddies, so uh, I didn't cool. start it. So all right, still doesn't. <laughs> still doesn't. You hide, just made this awkward. Hide the hurt. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, for real. The only hide team. The, hurt. the only team. <laughs> The only team that you did not have in the Sweet 16 was the Oregon Ducks. I had, Ken, I had Kent State instead. Kansas State. Close. Whatever. Close. Same Kentucky, thing. Kansas, they're almost the same thing to a Californian, right? And I'm very confident in my uh, next my, my Elite Eight picks. Too. I think I'm going to go 8-8 eight and eight in Elite Eight. Very confident. Uh, yeah, I don't really disagree. Well, no, I do disagree, actually. Which I one? S- uh, Michigan, te- uh, Texas Tech. I think I Michigan's going to that's, 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 that's been one of the better games of next week. You have Texas Tech. Um, who else? Well, I have Texas Tech in that one? Yeah. Oh. See, shot. Yeah, not, not That's not what I wanted. <laughs> and then uh, you have Virginia beating Oregon. Of course, I had Irvine. Let the record show. I, I, want, the I want Michigan to beat Texas Tech because when I have money on, I have Michigan going next. Oh, but I have Florida State in the Final Four. Okay. Well, what's my, what's my Final Four for that one? Your Final Four is Duke versus Florida State. Yeah. And then Virginia versus North Carolina. Duke versus North Carolina, 71-69. Nice. Duke. <laughs> and then My other one I have, uh, Tennessee, uh, North Carolina, Florida State, Duke. Uh, Tennessee looked good today. Yeah, they did. They did. And then when Schofield went out is when they kind of shat the bed. But All right, so this was my <laughs> okay, idea. Okay, don't cut me off like that. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your sorry. Schofield kind of shat the bed. And, and I've lost my train of thought, uh, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say because of you. Uh, my bad. Asshole. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I, I'm surprised uh, that Duke was able to... Um, I, was, I was surprised that Duke was that close with UCF. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect that game to be as tightly contested. Uh, the stats between Taco Fall and Zion, they're too large. Taco was the most the large. That was the beings. most ridiculous thing I've ever seen on a basketball court. <laughs> he dunked and didn't need to jump. That was <laughs> the fact that the, but the fact that he like he can't just like just like the fact that he can get blocked bo- like boggles my mind. It's like just if he, if he can jump if he can if he can jump maybe like six inches. He doesn't he, even need to jump six inches. I know, inches. but he, I don't even know if he can jump six inches. He's just so... Yeah. But the, also, the, also, the crazy thing is he's like, what, like eight, nine inches taller than Zion? 
mm-hmm. and Zion's only 20 pounds lighter than him. Yeah, it was nuts. He's, he's got to put on some weight. I wonder if he's going to go pro next year. I don't know. I, I'm Taco would probably be a second round, late late first, I think. So, most intriguing matchup moving forward, what? No insight to my, my <laughs> prediction. Again, just moving on. <laughs> so why the fuck am I even here? <laughs> well, where did you say it would go in the draft? End first or uh, second round. It's yes. either from that round, that yeah. range. Yeah. He's got If he stays in college for one more year, then he immediately becomes a top ten. Top ten. Just player. be a rebounding all star. He he's too big to He'd have just any be post solely moves. defense and rebounding. And but being in college would allow him to work on his post moves, and then I feel like it gives the NBA. He wouldn't. Okay, maybe not top ten. I'm gonna say. I would say Giannis. Giannis would. He'd be a lottery pick. So but top G- fifteen. Gian- Giannis would screw him up though. Giannis would mess him oh, up. Oh, that yeah, he's that's he's young and malleable. You got to work on him again. That's why if he goes back to college for another year, he's definitely a lottery pick. And then if he goes and he stays there all four years and he develops as a player, whew, he'd be a potential number one pick. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, moving forward, uh, who do you think is uh, what do you, or what do you think is the most intriguing matchup that we have in the Sweet Sixteen? Uh, there's two. It's either um, Texas Tech, Michigan, or Auburn, North Carolina. I don't disagree with that. Houston, Kentucky. You think that one's gonna be pretty one-sided with Houston? I mean, Kentucky. I don't think it's one-sided. But I just, I just think it's, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be an out. The, I, the, the two games is like a, it's almost a toss-up. People are be, will be picking different sides when it comes to Kentucky and Houston. I think most people will pick Kentucky, mm-hmm. and then when they win, it'd be like, all right, we already, that's what we predicted. Yeah. But I think with Auburn and uh, North Carolina, I think you'll have some people that might pick Auburn just because how hot they are right now. Mm-hmm. And then with Michigan and Texas Tech, they both just have just dominated their two games. So that's just a toss-up there, too. So I think those two games would be the best ones. Does Virginia Tech have a chance against Duke, and does LSU have a chance against Michigan State? Um, I don't think LSU has a chance with Michigan State. Um, I like Michigan State a lot in that game. But uh, – Virginia Tech, I think they'll have some confidence, but I think they'll – they didn't they beat Duke without Zion? Or they came close to beating him? They, 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 went foot, they went like toe-to-toe with him early in the year? I believe they might have beaten them without Zion. So they might have some confidence that, and then the coach might use it for motivation. You never, never know forward. how motivation works in the tournament because mm-hmm. this is the worst thing in the world to bet on. Cause I'll, say, I'll say this. This is the most annoying th- tournament to bet on because – People will start fouling and they won't give up until the clock hits zero zero zero. Because in the NBA, you can have a, there's a spread of seven. The game's ten points in the minute left. They won't do anything. They'll be like, all right, we we lost this no, game. These right. games, they these will be games, fouling. <laughs> they, yeah. It's like you could go from being the ten last minutes, five ten, seconds you could be of the game. up ten minutes of the minute left to being tied in the thirty seconds. Yeah, no, the fouling and starts they do early this, too. And this full court press, nobody can figure it out. It seems like. Just don't slap the floor. <laughs> just then you the get passed wa- up on. It is so frustrating sometimes to watch these these sports or this game. Just college. Just college. I would say. All right. So taking a look at the uh, show bracket that I was so eager to get to. It's so funny when people get you know, these 35, 40 years just get pissed off no, these eighteen year olds. Right? <laughs> it's just like they're trying their hardest. You lost my entire bank account. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's your, your fault for betting on college <laughs> athletics. You do it because it's fun. I lost right? my car because of this. It's, yeah. Right. <laughs> Bet on professional sports. Um, so I, I was a week early on this, or a show early, I should say, on this. But uh, the show bracket, we're going to jump in at the Sweet 16. Duke versus Virginia Tech. I think we can unanimously Duke. agree. It's Duke. Okay, just for just for a note here, uh, kind of interesting, the seeds that you see in the Sweet 16. We have a 1, a 4, a 3, a 2, a 1, a 4, a 3, a 2. 
a 1, a 12, a 3, a 2, a 1, a 5, a 3, a 2. So all very high seeds uh, of, you know, Oregon and Auburn. <laughs> Bless you. Are your two highest seeds right there. Um, I mean, we could both agree. Our south regions of our brackets kind of got blown to pieces there. That was kind of a... They're, they're rebounding, though. If it comes out to Tennessee, Virginia, they, they got a good rebound there. Yeah. All right, so we got Duke over Virginia Tech. We unanimously agree. Michigan State against LSU. Are we unanimously agreeing on Michigan State? Yeah. Okay. And if we don't agree, then you're gonna have to convince me why I should not put down the other thing on on this. Well, sheet. I just think ever since they, they haven't somebody pointed this out, they haven't been as dominant ever since their coach got. But these are pretty dominant, right? Before well, their Michigan State. No LSU. Oh. Uh, and then once their coach kind of got suspended I mean, or recently, it's not like they've had a history of being a great program. Well, I know, but, had, like, but like, but I'm talking about this year though. They, they had they, oh this year, yeah, they were pretty good. They were pretty good this year. And then once their saying, coach got like suspended or whatever, you got kind of they kind of yeah, started falling off a little yeah, bit. Fell off a so, little bit. I think they'll have a big thing to do. People are acting like LSU is like some historic program. It's like you've had a couple of great players roll through that program. Just they've been spaced out from uh, Pete Maravich to Shaq to um, Ben Simmons. They only got the second round with Shaq, didn't they? They didn't make it very far in the <laughs> well, tournament. You know, you look I mean, back. That could be, that could be totally wrong. But that wrong. could be in total hindsight now where you look at LSU and just be like, oh, well, you had Shaq. And that could have been before Shaq was the Shaq that we came to knew, you know, know. Yeah. It could have been a you know very young Shaq indeed. All right, uh, Gonzaga, Florida State. I'm taking Florida State. You don't believe in Gonzaga, really? This is usually around the time where from they usually lose Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and I think this Florida State team is really good, and they're tall and they can out. They can. Uh, I think they can offset uh, Hushimura, whatever like the kid's name is, and Clark. Uh huh. And Gonzaga will have to rely a lot on their three, and I think Florida State. They're d- d- defensively, they're good too. I, it's it's going to be a really close game, but I think Florida State's going to win it. Well, I disagree with you, so I put a little th- a slash there to differentiate our opinion. Just what is your opinion on the game? I just think Gonzaga's a, uh, a very all-around uh, team. Like, you know, and I know that sounds odd, like that sounds so stupid, but the, the game against St. Mary's that they lost in the conference tournament was a little bit of a hiccup, uh, uh, abnormality. I watched it on TV, and no shot was falling whatsoever. I've seen them play in the tournament thus far, so I, I'm just confident in this team's ability. I like their guard play, and then I like Hachimura down low, so as long as he stays out of foul trouble, I feel like they're good to go. You know, they're, they're both very experienced teams. Well, you, uh, and that helps with coaching, too. Like at this stage in the game, you either got very um, you've either got top recruits from your recruiting class that have molded into players that you hope that you could get you know, where you've gotten the most out of them as a as a freshman. And I feel like part of that comes down to coaching. Right. It's just their natural progression that they're going to take as players. But then the other part of that is coaching. And I think Mark Few is just a really good coach. So when I look at these teams, I'm looking at just as much talent as I think of who, who which coach do I think could outcoach who. And I think that's what you're going to see with Tom Izzo against the uh, LSU interim coach. And I think that's what you could see with Mark Few against whoever Florida State's coach is. That's all, um, that's all I'm saying. All right, uh, next up, Texas Tech, Michigan. Now, this one, I think you're rolling with Texas Tech because of your bet, right? Well, I want, I think, oh, I want Michigan to win by that. But, but our, because the one I have money on, I have Michigan going forward. So yeah, we can agree on Michigan. Michigan, it's Michigan, okay. yeah. As I said, I I have Michigan in my own in my own bracket. So I I thoroughly believe that Michigan's a better <laughs> basketball team than Texas Tech. I mean, Michigan. They've took, been impressive. Michigan so far. took down Florida, so you might as well put them one step closer to a national championship. <laughs> you know, like they I mean, they must be really good, you know. 
They look uh, pretty damn good, though, the last few games. They did look very good in that game against Florida. It was tough to watch. Um, all right, Virginia versus Oregon. Is it is it done? Is the Ducks run done? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they, yeah, they won't be able to score much against this Virginia team. I, I almost thought for a second there that I, my whole bracket was about to get screwed <laughs> up in the first round. I was like, oh, my. See, I was about to... I, I'm about to just like just tweet out. I'm never <laughs> ever gonna. I'm just gonna have them out round one for the rest of my life. If it's that game. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, but no, they made it out of the first round. Little working through the technical difficulties. Appreciate you, Flame. Um, no, if they make it, they made it out the first round. They made it through the second round. You know, to the Sweet 16. Um, if they lose against Oregon, I don't think they get laughed at like they did last, you know, nearly the amount that they did last year, but it's still just like, ah, Virginia's, you know, for a number one seed, just not that, not that good. Or, you know, they're, they're smoke and mirrors just because they play really well in the ACC. There's other teams that match up better with them or, Mm -hmm. or, or against them. And, uh, I don't know, maybe Oregon does it. Maybe they, maybe they don't. Uh, I I really think that they don't. I think Virginia will move on, but then I think it runs out after that because I think that they're going to lose to the winner of this Tennessee-Purdue game, which I think it's Tennessee. Do you agree, disagree? Um, I go with Tennessee. Yeah. Ever, ever, anytime, if Admiral Schofield doesn't, or whatever his name is, doesn't get uh, in foul trouble, I think Tennessee is the team to beat mm. in that one. Although I also thought Villanova was going to be Purdue, and I was thoroughly, I, I mean, I couldn't have been more wrong. Purdue is a good basketball team. Purdue's good. That's going to be a good one, too. Actually, it. put that one down. It's another one I think of must-watch, Purdue-Tennessee. <laughs> I don't. I didn't watch very much Purdue basketball this year. Um, got, you know, I mean, maybe watch they got They got bounced pretty early in the Big Ten uh, tournament, which was surprising to a lot okay. of people. I was going to say, because I, when I tweeted out the link to the show on, on the Twitter twatter, I said it wasn't, you know, not bad predictions from guys who maybe watched a total combined of like eight hours of college basketball. That's a lie. Watch, we watched maybe a, a combined total of 24 hours of college mm-hmm. basketball, like a day's worth just over the course of the year. There was a lot of NBA going on that I was watching instead. And it's uh, come back to bite me in the ass as I move forward with this tournament. <laughs> a couple games behind you. All right. Uh, the Midwest, we got to figure out who gets to see the lead eight here. UNC versus Auburn, who advances? I got UNC. I do, too. I think it's over with Auburn. They looked very impressive in that game against Kansas, but then again, Kansas was fraudulent. What was concerning was how, how they struggled with New Mexico State. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was another one of those where you're like, all right, up by 10, minute and a half left, spreads like six and a half, I got this easy, and then boom, it's yeah. one-point game. <laughs> And North Carolina uh, struggled at first with Iona, then then walked away uh, with it. I don't remember. Or they just played Washington. Today, I love the they? Afro guy though on uh, white on UNC. Oh, the point oh, guard. I love yeah, that. I love that. <laughs> it's like uh, it's what, what was, who's the who's the uh, Afro guy in backyard basketball or football or whatever uh, the hell it was. Uh, shoot. He looks like that guy though yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh man, I'm trying to think of who it is. I don't know. I'm not, I don't remember. I'm going to have to check when we go to transition to the next segment. Um, all right, last one here in the Midwest. Houston versus Kentucky. I think we could just kind of pencil, not even pencil in, write it in Sharpie, or in this case, ink it in because I just have a pen. Kentucky over Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised, though. Houston, uh, I didn't know they were they – were, they were decent. I would, did not even know they were that good until – Playing they, the same uh, conference as UCF. There you go. 
Taco. I'm not saying that validates them as a as a contender, but oh. I'm pretty sure that they beat them. They finished as a higher seed, so I would, you would, think? would lead me to believe that they were a better team. Yeah. All right, so that's what we have uh, penciled in for the Elite Eight. We will try not to talk about it on Wednesday, although we inevitably will. There'll be an injury report or something. We'll revisit the topic and see if we still have a, haven't changed our minds or not. I still think, just looking at your bracket and who you have, ooh, I could definitely come back and beat you if... Uh, oh, because on this one here, you have Virginia in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. So if Virginia loses and Gonzaga keeps winning, I'd definitely come back and get you in, in our little show pool. Yes. Yeah. yes. It's going to happen. It's only my time. I am time. very confident, though, right now in my bracket. I was, <laughs> I was, when I, when today, I was very pumped. I got every single game these la- yesterday and today right. Except for the Oregon game. Well, I didn't have anybody. Because, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> every game that you had, uh, you had somebody that you selected or predicted, yes, you got it right. Congratulations, Nostradamus. Thank uh, you. Just for today. 39 and 9. Right there, right there on your heels at 39. 39 and 9. 35 and 13 ain't bad though. Ain't too bad. Limit the Borat. All right. Um, so yeah, now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. And we welcome on friend of the show, statistician. Uh we'll show statistician. Uh Tim Brown. Tim, how's it going? Fabulous. How are you two gentlemen doing tonight? A little tired, but we're still going. Doing very nice. Well, Flan's got the energy. <laughs> Flan's got the energy. I just saw this man's hands. They are calloused from a CrossFit workout today. It is gross. It is disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. Looks like I just jacked off Mandingo. Okay. All right. That's one way to. That's one way to put it. Uh, but well, yeah, but I did, I did, I did, but I did, I did, I did a lot of pull-ups. It was not that I did a lot of pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not. I, I did not. I swear. Yeah. All right. Um, so Tim, <laughs> let's hear the stat of the day. Awkward transition. Let's hear the stat. Uh, I'm having fun listening uh, to playing sound effects right now. This is great. <laughs> so in I think my mom spiked my salmon I ate tonight. Uh, Oh, salmon? That sounds amazing. The tail or the fillet? What, what, what were you? The tail? Do you have a tail piece or a fillet piece? I don't know. I just, whatever was on my plate, I ate it. Okay, was it in the shape of a triangle or was it in the shape of a rectangle? Rectangle. Okay, then you had a fillet. Who eats the tail of a salmon? There are people. Right, Tim? Te- technically, that's all part of the fillet, Jeff. But whatever. Yeah, cut. Whatever, <laughs> dude. Amateur okay. over here. Absolute amateur. I'm just saying, do you normally get it with the spine down the middle, or are you going to be picking out the bones in your own fillet? You know what I'm saying? Tim, you knew what I was getting at. I understood what you were saying, but uh, the real question was, did you have a fillet or a steak? Because that's the two ways of cutting a salmon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Flan. But what? You know. That was a question directed at you. He, he had a fillet. He already said. Yeah, fillet. Not a steak. Okay. Did not look like a wishbone. All right. Fish fillet. Um, Tim. Stat, fish. stat of the day. Stat of the day. In 2001, when Ichiro made his debut, he played the Oakland Athletics, and the Mariners beat the A's five to four. On Thursday, he played his last game in the MLB, and they played the Oakland Athletics, and they once again won five to four. So what? He began his- <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gnarly. What? That's absolutely unheard of. I actually don't know if there's. I mean, I say that kind of sarcastically, but now I'm kind of thinking about it. That'd be an interesting stat in itself. Maybe one for next show. Find out how many other players have played their first and last games against one team. That sounds like a 
good amount of research for you to do, Jeff. Yeah, well, you know, that's how I was going to go Captain Delegation and try and bestow that honor upon you, sir. But, uh, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Okay. All right, Tim. Uh, so yesterday there was a UFC fight night. There was. All right. Uh, did you watch it? I did. Yes. Okay. Did uh, you watch it? I did not. I was watching college basketball. Make it, making sure my bracket looked made me look good. If you if you catch my drift, that's what I was doing. Well, you need a lot of stuff to help you look good. So I'll take every ounce that I can get. Um, and the bracket was just one 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 ingredient, if you will. Okay, so uh, Macy Barber uh, defeated JJ Aldrick. Is Macy a chick? Yes, those were both. That was a female fight. Okay, just wanted like to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. Yes. And J.J. Aldrich was handling that fight. Via TKO in the second round. Yeah, well, if you watched the fight, you would be amazed because Aldrich was handling that fight all the way through until, uh, what was the other girl's name? Uh, it was J.J. Aldrich and Macy. Macy Barber. Macy Barber started to step forward, and then when she started applying pressure, Aldrich just folded. Night-night. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna there, there were tears, and it was like, that's the reason why I hate watching the girl fights is it when I see them cry, I'm like, oh, I feel like such a jackass for watching two women beat on each other. But guys cry too, so it's all good. Yeah, well, that just, that's a different reason. Okay. What's that one song called? Like, it's like, it's Girls Don't Cry. No, it's not that. Big Girls Don't Big Cry. Big Girls Don't Cry. Yeah. By Fergie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, the original one. Because Big Girls Don't Cry. Uh, now, is that's the one that you're thinking yeah. of. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Or, or is it the 50s version one? Big Girls. They don't cry. Oh, whoa. Hitting those oh, high notes there. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Damn. I never heard that one. I, Actually, that one. I, I think I have heard that before. I just. Um, a little bit of nostalgia throwback. No, no, it was that, no. I remember it from as the uh, that episode of The Office where Jan had the baby into the baby shower with the baby, and then then Jan starts singing to the baby, and he's like, "Girls, some." I think it was the Fergie song. It's probably the Fergie song, but the big girls don't <laughs> cry. She's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> singing to her baby at the at the, few, at the shower, and then Michael wants to have a golden shower. <laughs> he didn't know what that meant. <laughs> Wrong type of shit. Very, very R. Kelly. Very R. Kelly. All right. Oh, yes. Luis Pena defeated Steven Peterson via unanimous decision, 30-27, all three judges. So just a complete annihilation from start to finish? Not complete, but he did handle him pretty handily, if, it, you, will, if you would. And can we no longer call him, what's his name, Luis Pena? Luis Pena. Can we not call him that, please? Why? Because his moniker is way better. What is it? Violent Bob Ross. Oh, Ooh. oh, okay. I know who that. I know who are you talking about. Now, now that I say that, you know who the fighter is. Yeah, yeah. He's got the the hair that is actually it, that's actually and his the hair. Beard. Yeah, it's and well, the like Khabib would go up there with the fake little blonde fro. This is actually this dude's real hair. So yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't know how to say this next two fighters. So just Yasier Formiga defeated Diefsen Figuer Figueredo. Did I say that? No, I didn't say that correctly. Via unanimous Figure, decision. Figueredo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say those guys' names, so don't care. On to the next fight. Uh, John. Oh, well, you should fight because that's the number one and number four ranked featherweights. Okay, well, how did it go? Uh, how does it look on the scorecard? It says, uh, Jussier defeated the other one via unanimous decision, 30-27, and then two other judges saw it, 29-28. It was definitely 29-28. Uh, 
the other dude, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, he scored a couple of shots from the bottom that opened up uh, Figueroa, or fig, fig, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name either. Huh. Dude who won got cut, opened up from a bottom shot from the dude who lost, and it was a pretty good fight. Interesting. Okay. A rare six-fight main card, huh? Because that was just the first three. The back three were John McDessie defeating Jesus Pinedo. Boring. Uh, via unanimous decision. All right, I'll take your word for it. That was uh, just a point fight. It was one of those where uh, he won because he fought the style of fight. The guy won the fight, and he just outpointed him. And it was pretty boring. Okay, no fight of the night bonus there. Uh, no. Curtis Blades defeated Justin Willis via unanimous decision, 30-27, 30-26, 30-25. So this leads me to believe that Justin Willis got utterly dominated from start to finish. Yes, and uh, if you recall, I texted you when Blades was coming out. He came out to the Mortal Kombat theme song, which yeah. instantly made me a uh, believer. He's Fan. had a lot of good fights, but yeah. this was just showing what he can actually do when he does what he wants to do in a fight. He's a wrestler, and he just... He just wrestled the guy. He just put his weight on him, and Willis had nothing, no response. Rendered helpless. Part, yeah, mean, and the best part is that he fights out of AKA as well mm. as Daniel Cormier, and Cormier was calling the fight. Mm. And it was just funny for me listening to Cormier trying to, like, be an announcer while trying to, like, talk up Willis at the same time. And it was hilarious because Blaze just handled him. I'm sure God did. Thank you, Flan. What's up with the... Nothing. There's a video popped Jesus. up. Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Last fight. Anthony Pettis defeated Stephen Wonderboy Thompson uh, via KO in the second round. Uh, that shit was crazy. I saw a video of it on, on the uh, Twitter twatter, and uh, he even got the two video game punches in on, on the ground, and uh, I don't know if Stephen Thompson's face is going to be okay for a minute. It is, actually. The post-fight of him in the hospital, he looked perfectly fine. Of him in the hospital. That, that <laughs> is the fight of the night and KO of the night right there. Woo. He gets both bonuses on that one. It was He was getting worked. Um, Pettis was. He was getting worked for the majority of the fight. He was bladed up. Uh, Thompson does a good job of just striking from a distance, and then he backed him up against the cage and Threw a Superman hook, which I've never seen before. I've seen Superman punches, but came around with a hook and clipped him, knocked him out, and a couple for good measure. Tim, uh, give a report card grade. Grade A, B, C, E, or E. A, B, C, D, D, F. Yes, you know what I mean. Very familiar with the Ds and Fs. Um, for this UFC Fight Night, UFC Fight Night 148 gets a what from you? Overall, it gets a B minus. And that's just because Pettis saved them at the end. That fight saved that card. Only a B minus. Okay. Only a B minus. I mean, the Blades fight could have been. Um, it's hard for me to like say that it was a bad fight because he did what he needed to do to win, and he just showed off how much more dominant of a wrestler he is than Willis, even though Willis was talking shit. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that was just that's the story of the entire fight night. It's guys showing the other opponent. Yes, I am that much better than you. Sorry. This is what you get for signing up to fight me. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna say, as an outsider looking at it, there weren't really a lot, or really a lot of uh, names to kind of draw me to the card. So, um, you know, plus it's tough with March Madness going on. But thank you for watching it, and thank you for the report on that. Are there any other parting shots that you'd like to take before we bid you adieu until next episode? Matteo Pulverati, you sir are a jerk and a scoundrel. I don't like you very much right now, and you know why. Oh, why, why? We had a fantasy baseball draft, and with his second-to-last pick or third-to-last pick, he took uh, the Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias, which I like to refer to him as Mexican Fetty Wap. Oh. Because he used to be blind in one eye and had surgery, and so he kind of has the Fetty Wap eye going on. <laughs> right before me, and I was pretty pissed off about that. <laughs> That's pretty messed up, dude. <laughs> the nickname and the move that Mateo pulled. Uh, even look, more messed up, up that you take the shot up, with. Even more messed up that you take the shot at him without him he being here to defend himself. Even though I encouraged it. I already took a shot at him a yeah. few times last night and today. So we'll see. He'll Still be, upset with him. He'll be back in a week. We'll see what he has to say. Uh, if you remember to bring it up, just do, please. I'm halfway tempted to call into Oliver's and report a complaint. <laughs> yeah, there was a. There was a thievery. A thievery by one of your employees. Um, you don't want to take it that far. You don't want to get the man fired. Actually, I take that back. Well, I kind of did because oh. He, oh. he is a great employee. And as much as the one part of manager, I, I like that guy a lot. And he is a great manager. Great guy, but I can do better than Oliver's. Yeah. As can the majority of employees there. All right. Well, we're gonna let you. Allow, we're gonna allow you to get off the pulpit, off the preaching stand there. And it sounds like you have some bath water on the other line. So we'll let you get. No, to that, was, that was a bag of pistachios that I was putting in my lunchbox for lunch tomorrow. Uh, okay, bath, <laughs> bath, bath water, pistachios. It all sounds the same. All right, yes. sir. We'll talk to you uh, next time. All right. Make sure you back me when Oliver sends a cease and desist order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's your litigation. Oh boy. All right. Uh, later, Tim. See you, Tim. Yeah, bye, guys. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for this episode of the Cohort Sports Report. Flan. Rob Gronkowski tired. And guess who just became the number one tight end in the NFL? Who? George Kittle. Okay. Well, this moment is about Rob Gronkowski right now. Uh, winner or loser, is Rob going to end up in the – why am I calling him Rob? Is Gronk going to end up in the Hall of Fame? He finishes – How about you say the WWE? Well, okay. Let's focus on <laughs> let's focus on the hey. Hall of Fame real quick. Yeah, he's Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, in his career. He's one of the greatest ever. 115 games, 521 receptions for a total of 7,861 yards, averaging 15.1 yards of reception – with 79 career touchdowns. He's Hall of Fame bound. He's first Three-time Super Bowl champion. And I also think what people uh, didn't really come to uh, appreciate towards the end, oh, wow, his middle name is Paxton, um, it was his ability to block. He's a very good blocking tight end. Yeah, he's... he's, he's Became a complete package, even though he's injury-riddled. He's arguably one of the, He's arguably the best tight end ever. So it's a it's a win. He'll be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Oh yeah. Now, how long until he ends up in the WWE? I don't know if he ends up in the WWE because uh, that's they they perform a lot more than you do in football. It's uh, just as much contact, if you will, in different mm -hmm. you know different arenas. 
uh, you know, pun intended. But I bet, um, I bet, I bet they're going to try to get him, though. Well, he'd have some special contract where it's like, he okay. He should like, you, like a few times. You know, maybe the the minimum for your normal WWE superstar is like 275 shows. And they're like, we'll sign a special contract where we want you to do 100 shows a year, you know. So, like, you, you'll show up. There'll be like a month stretch where he shows up on Raws and SmackDowns and, and does an appearance. One of the jokes I saw on Twitter was... Uh, uh, over under six months until Brazzers gets their hands on a contract. That was pretty funny. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Uh, next up, Jeremy Macklin retires. The wide receiver who spent most of his career with the uh, where did he spend? Uh, Baltimore or well, first Philadelphia Eagles and then the Baltimore Ravens. He also had a quick brief stop. Oh no, he spent actually more time in Kansas City than he did in Baltimore. Excuse me. He didn't play anywhere last year. Jeremy Macklin, uh, not going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Sorry, didn't do enough. 514 receptions, 6,835 yards, and 49 touchdowns. That's, that's not enough to get him in the Hall of Fame, Mm-mm. right? Only nine, uh, eight years, five playoff games. Exceptional player, though, when he was playing. Didn't break 1,000 yards until his last year in Philadelphia. Huh, 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 huh. Maybe I'm just remembering that. I remember Jeremy Macklin being a lot better than these numbers. No, uh, he was he was never he was like he was like a lo- in the league he was always like a low end one. Okay, I I see it like a solid two. Yeah, yeah, he's like a solid two, but like a, and then and he'd be like, probably be a like if he went to the Niners, he'd be like they're he'd be like at the Crabtree or like the the one, but he's really a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a. Uh, Oh, but also he's a, he's also his his he, he was pretty relevant because of Andy Reid and his system that he had like a too. flex one he's he could he'd play a one but he'd also be like a great two no he'd be a good in other words, a good two in other words, or a great slot receiver in other words if you're if he's in a strong receiver corpse he'd be number two if he's in like okay. a week he'd be number one all right winner or loser for retiring I, I mean he had a, I mean I I don't look at his career negatively so yeah it's positive win okay win. all right next up on the winners losers list Johnny Manziel. Has returned mm. to the AAF, and uh, did you watch any of this game plan? Uh, I just saw the highlights. They're just now on ESPN, but I heard they're gonna do a, uh, a mic'd up thing of Johnny Manziel. They're gonna have him mic'd up, and that'd be must see TV. Interesting. I'm trying to find his stats for the uh, for the game. I heard they were not that great. Oh, he was like three of five for like some yards and like two rushes for twenty. The internet is failing me real hard right now. Nah. I'm very upset. Finished. Oh, nope, nope. The terrible radio. I apologize. Well, terrible podcasting because it's not really the radio. I can't find the stats on Johnny Manziel, but, uh, it wasn't great today. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for him. I did see some of the stats briefly pop up on uh, ESPN. Would you say he had like less than fifty yards passing? He had more yeah, more he rushing. Yeah, pretty bad. Okay, I'm gonna. That that was a very bad stretch of uh, podcasting we just had right there. So apologies, but yeah, Johnny Manziel. I don't think it's gonna work out. It worked out right now. Beginner's luck. We'll see what happens. Uh, so. Well, we give them the W right now because they won, but it's also I'm gonna go 50-50 on this because I don't think this works out in the long run. All right. Uh, next up on winners losers, 
we have the Boston Bruins clinching a playoff berth in the NHL. So that's a definite win. And I know that Flan watches so much hockey and just has so <laughs> much so much to say, but really wants to move on. So we will. I'll abide by that request. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then next up on winners and losers, we have the Rockets and the Pacers. Uh, they have both clinched a playoff berth. So I think that's safe to say it's a W. I'm surprised that the Pacers have played this well, honestly. Yeah, I guess should be Coach of the Victor, Year. Victor Oladipo. Coach yeah. of the Year should be him. What's his, what's his name? I don't know his name. He's good, and that's who LeBron should want as the next Lakers head coach, but he's probably going to want somebody he can control. Nate McMillan. Oh, yeah. his name sounds very familiar. Is he white or black? Black. Hey, ding, ding, ding. All right, congratulations. Why don't you say Asian or Latino? We don't discriminate here. Why did you say? Why did you assume it was white or black? Why did you just say those two? Nate McMillan sounds like a name. I mean, you don't know. If he could have been. Don't try and do that to me. <laughs> Adopted don't, don't, or something. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Um, don't don't do what I tried to do to you. Okay, it's <laughs> not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised with the Pacers, man, just because when Oladipo went down, I thought for sure this team was screwed, and they've somehow managed to hang around. Granted, they're not in third place anymore. They were nestled there for most of the season, and they've fallen to fourth. I think they'll be right around that fourth, fifth seed, and they might get out of the first round of the playoffs, but then there's not much else there for them. And, but that's promising because you're missing your, your now franchise player. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, But good, good for the Pacers. And the Rockets, really, I mean – the first part of the season was just like, oh boy, what's in store for them? But it seems like they've finally found their groove. They'll be a top four team in the West, right? Yeah, I think maybe so. not, maybe not top three. I don't know. I gotta look up what what are the standings right now. They uh, they uh. I'm sorry. I'm watching these uh Spurs Celtics highlights. Well, okay, that's very useful right now. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> the Rockets are the third seed. In are fact, they? they're a game ahead of the Trailblazers in the third seed. Uh, and then that the Harden Clippers, guy is the unreal. Clippers are in five. Yes, thank you. He's one hell of a player, and his beard too. Oh, so, money beard! I can never get. I, can, so I try to get a beard like that. I could never do. I it. take that back. The Rockets will finish in the third seed because I don't see the Trailblazers doing anything. Um, ooh, what happened to the Thunder? They were they were in the third seed a while ago. They're like eighth now, aren't they? And six, close enough. They are okay. So here you go with the NBA standings right now, um, because you've also got next up on winners and losers. LeBron missing the playoffs for the first time in eight years. A lot's happened since LeBron last missed the playoffs. Yes, George I, W. Bush was president. Yes, so that just looked that. That was the same year that uh, John Kerry tried to become president. It was that 2004 was the last time LeBron missed the playoffs. Okay, so that was his rookie. Was his sophomore year or rookie year? Rookie. Rookie year. That's an impressive run there by LeBron, but all good things must come to an end. So uh, enjoy your time on the couch, okay? He's gonna be so. He's gonna be absolutely healthy as money. No. Come October next uh, year. The West is all but sealed up pretty much right now. You have uh, nine teams alive for eight spots. So you have the Rockets, the Nuggets, and the Warriors, uh, three, two, one in that order in the West right now, all clinching a spot. And then you have the Trailblazers in four. Clippers in five, Thunder at six, Jazz at seven, Spurs at eight, and the Kings are in the ninth spot. They are currently six and a half games behind the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, it was a little while there you thought they could make it. Uh, there was a little stretch there. They are all but almost done um, just because, yeah. That they sucks. They're, they're, it, it's always so bad when you're the ninth or tenth because you're, like, you're like in that you're no so man's close, land. So close. You're so close to making it, but now it's like, okay, I wish we just tanked. We could have yeah. gotten a, dr- a good pick. Now it's like you're just like. 
Like the Memphis Grizzlies were in that spot for the longest time, where they were like a like eight, like a six to eight eighth seed or or out, and then they just had to just blow it up so they could tank. Grit and grind, grit yeah. and grind. That's what those those were Grizzlies were. Um, all right, and then in the Eastern Conference, uh, I believe. Oh jeez. Okay, so uh, the Hornets are still alive. So you have you have ten teams vying for eight spots. Uh, the Pacers, Sixers, Raptors, and Bucks have all locked up spots, so the top four seeds locked up right there. I mean, now it's going to be a matter of positioning. The Celtics are only two games behind the Pacers there at the fifth spot. Then you have the Nets at six, so I think the Nets are going to make it in. Uh, I think it's the Pistons at seven and the Heat at eight that need to be worried because the Magic at nine are a game behind, and then the Hornets at ten are uh, two games behind the Heat at the eighth seed right now. So who in the East makes it in right now, Flan? Um, I think the Heat will because of Wade, my okay. boy Wade, okay. X Factor. This is last season. They make it in for Dwayne Wade's last season. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. One last run in the playoffs. We might get swept in the first round, but we could say we made the playoffs in Dwayne Wade's last season. That'd be cool for them. All right, and then who else? Who's the other team that makes it in? Because I think the Celtics and Nets are shoe ins. That's why I think it's yeah. Pistons, Heat, Magic, or Hornets. You think the Heat are in? So who between the Pistons? Magic and Hornets. I was just, I was just, I'd love to see the Hornets get in. That'd be cool to see uh, Kemba Walker Duh, okay. do, the, do his thing. What about the Magic with Mo Bamba? No? Sorry, I just did a little love puff. Okay. Uh, that, that's we are not called, in bed. Right? We are not in bed. You misuse <laughs> of that word. Okay. Theater of the Mind is me really going to run the Me and the mic are in bed together, okay. though. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so why Kemba and not Mo Bamba? I like Kemba. I oh. think I think he's one of those players. He he works his ass off, and like and he but he he signed like this, his life away to the Hornets. Yeah, which is cool. He'll probably get his number retired there. But you'd like to see him at least do something or go far in the playoffs once. Heard a hot take that uh, LeBron's trying to get him to trade to. No the no 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 that. Playoff basketball should not have a team. Well, playoffs in general should not have teams that are sub 500 records. You need to have a 500 so or better. No, I don't like that. And that would eliminate the uh, piss. Well, that would eliminate the Heat. So you'd only have seven teams in from the East make it in, and then you'd have uh, eight teams. The Kings currently at 36 and 37 would not make it in, and so you'd only have seven or what? Uh, 15 teams in the playoffs. So you you give the best record what the Bucks the first round by there and then you did it tournament style if you got rid of conferences mm-hmm. that'd be interesting I'm just saying it'd be interesting but that's the biggest playoff hot take I've heard thus far is sub 500 teams are basically just an attack on the Eastern Conference <laughs> because uh it, it it would appear that I mean the Nets are are flirting with it themselves at 38 and 36 but the Pistons at 37 and 36 right now the Heat at 36 and 37 the Magic at 35 and 38 and the Hornets at 34 and 39 um, are all going to be flirting with a sub 500 record come playoff time uh, at least for certain well yeah they got well the Nets just have to win three more games and they guarantee themselves a, a 500 record so the race to 41 <laughs> okay transition uh, next up on last up on winners and losers, we have Brad Keselowski winning at Martinsville. Do you watch uh NASCAR at all, Flan? 
I mean, I just know the, the big names are like the, the three big names, but that's about it. Uh, does Brad Keselowski count as one of those big names? I heard names the name. Heard oh, the name. okay. So that's a win. Yeah. It's good for Brad, Brad Keselowski. Um, I didn't watch the race, but good for you. So going back. Congratulations. What did you say? You said something about LeBron. I just want to run that back. LeBron right might go try to trade for Kemba. Oh, okay. No, I don't, Hot think, take. I don't think that's what happens at all. Credit my I, dog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not your idea. Um, that was, that's a funny idea. If that ever happens, yeah. that'd be funny. Just give all the credit to your dog. <laughs> yeah. What's your dog credit name? Leroy. <laughs> Not your dog's name. What's your dog's name? Oh, I have two dogs. F- Hudson and Finn. The black one is Finn, though. Black one's Finn. Yeah. Very ironic that we named it Finn, because there's a character in Star Wars whose name is Finn, and the character is black. Oh, okay. And my dog's black. Oh, okay. And the name Finn. Yeah. He's also very young, right? Year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a young pup. Okay, uh, so now it is time for a story, and I need to find it real quick because I had it up on my computer, and now I need to find it on my phone. So it is a story about Lou Williams, and boom, found the Twitter feed. Boom. All right, so Lou Williams was, uh, there's a story going around. It's about two years ago uh, that I guess this story was told, and now, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's gained some traction. But uh, it, he was um, almost robbed at gunpoint, and then he had an exchange with the uh, robber and then ended up driving him around and got food with him. Uh, did not end up getting robbed. But it happened on a uh, Christmas Eve, I believe, uh, some some years ago. I don't know exactly how many. But uh, this is the transcript of uh, his of of of, um, of what happened. I didn't talk him out of killing me. I didn't talk. Uh, what did it say? I didn't talk him out of killing me. Once he said what he said, I came up with a solution. But I didn't talk him out of it. Once he said what he said, I didn't tell him. Hey man, wait. Story is, I was at the barber shop. I get my hair cut in the hood, Twenty Second Indiana in the hood. My security was with me at the barbershop. We leave the barbershop. I'm at the light. He called me and said, you good? I said, yeah, I'm straight. He said, all right, good. I watched him do a U-turn behind me and pull off. I reached down and started playing with my phone sitting at the light. I look up and hear a knock at the window. I look up. Dude got the gun. I know. I don't know why I didn't get out of the car. I should have got out of the car. But instinctively, I rolled the, I rolled the window down. I rolled the window down, and he told me to get out of the car. We made eye contact, and he said, Damn, Lou, I can't even do it to you. He just said, Damn, Lou, I can't even do it to you. <laughs> the next thing he said was, Man, as much as you do for the city, as much as you do for the neighborhood, I can't even do you like that. So what ended up happening is, in North Philly, again, I'm a dream chaser. I've known Meek before the world knew Meek. Was <laughs> When it was cold out, we would give coats and sweaters. We did it out of pocket. Going to Burlington Coat Factory ourselves, pulling up in U-Haul trucks and pulling them stuff out. We used to do those things. Camps in the summertime, it was just a community that embraced me. This dude was from that community. He said, I just got out of jail. I'm hurting. I'm hungry. All I got is this gun. So I looked around, and there's a McDonald's right there, and I told him, bro, if you pull in, let's go, and I'll buy you anything you want to eat. It wasn't like he robbed me, and then we got in the car. I just told him that I'll buy him whatever, and that's what I did. We sat there and chopped it up. He was just like, I'm down I'm down and out here. I told him, bro, I get it, but this ain't the way. So 
Pretty dope story. That is a dope story. I struggled to read that. I'm sorry. It's late. I'm tired. Okay. But uh, that was a that's a dope dope story. Um, so hopefully there's more stories like that that we can we can hear. But oh, okay. Uh, Flan, you ready for the pop culture update? Yes. All right. Give me one second, and it's time for that. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Flan, I got some stuff for the pop culture update for you. Uh, did you know that this could easily been a, this could have easily been on winners and losers? But uh, GTA, back in the news. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because um, a player. Jesus, my phone is slowing down right now. Uh, a player in the tournament. Indiana guard Devontae Green has a, a Grand Theft Auto San Andreas unlimited ammo cheat code tatted on his arm. <laughs> that is so good. Left one, <laughs> left one, right one, square, right one, left, right, that is right classic. two, right trigger two, right trigger one, left down, square, left one, left that one. That is so smart. Infinite ammo. But he put it on the sh- he put it on the arm that I guess it's like the clip then because it his right arm is his shooting arm. But his, because that's the one that's got the shooting sleeve. But the left arm is the one that's, you know, hold it in place. So good to go. I guess, I guess that is in theory the clip. What uh, but, what's yeah. your favorite cheat code in GTA? Oh, uh, probably. Uh, it was one of those. It was one of the three that got you the all the weapon cachet. Like you're all a, different you're types of weapon. My favorite one was what was it? it was the, the jet it was the free fall one where you just pop up a thousand feet in the air and just go free falling straight <laughs> down. <laughs> and it's you can start flying and plays and but then you put the unlimited health in there so you can just yeah. so you can just transport across the map easily. I remember when I was playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City, I thought for sure that that game could not be beat without the cheat codes, without the infinite ammo and the uh, and the infinite armor. You had to punch in like three or four. Just to try and get that game done, but uh, still had fun playing it. All right, uh, next up on the pop culture update, uh, Hannah Montana is 13 years old. Not the girl, just the show. So chill out there, perverts. Um, Miley Cyrus is reflecting on the show uh, turning 13 years old. Uh, did you ever watch the show when you were younger, Flynn? So it was 13 years ago. We would have been 12, yeah, I mean, 12 I think, 13 I think when it first started. I think everybody's seen one episode. Yeah, yeah. When we were younger, when it first started, we do get a pass on this. You can't hold that against us. Uh, did watch some. You know, the worst part of that show wasn't even her dad. It was whoever her brother was who just played that just Opie, just, oh, my God, I can't believe <laughs> that's happening to me right now. Just, and then dad did a little bit of it, too, you know. It uh, just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. All right, what do you got for the pop culture update? Um, I actually have, I'll have I'll just pay this one thing out. Um, Coachella's in three weeks. Tame, oh! Tame, and, Tame and Paul is a headliner, and they just released their first song since 2015 called Patience. Coachella. And the only way I could ever get through this set is if uh, I'm having a great time. Coachella. All right. And you'll yeah. be at Coachella? I will be there. Did you just wipe your eyebrow on the mic? Yeah, I was itchy. Jesus. God, man. All right. Uh, next up on the pop culture update, the segment within the segment, 
Jose Canseco tweets. Two days ago, he retweeted uh, from his own podcast page, The Truth Hurts with Jose Canseco. When the only version of the story you want to hear is the truth, there is only one place to go, not another podcast, a destination. Travel with us to The Truth Hurts with Jose Canseco. That was a pretty good tweet. Great tweet. But no, I'm not going to listen to that. Um, all right, and then two days ago, he also tweeted out, why are we so, that's one, two, three, four, five, six O's, I believe. Yeah, six O's. So afraid of the truth, dot, dot, dot. Can you handle it, dot, dot, dot. So, Jose Canseco clearly knows something that we don't know. Go to Jose Canseco's Twitter page, and for appearances, please call Morgan Management at, uh, the phone number's there and posted, so you can call it wherever, but he's, he's out of Las Vegas right now. Love to find out what a appearance fee for Jose Canseco would cost. One day I gotta call that number just to, just to troll, just to get a figure. I bet you there's different packages. Would you be down to do that, Flam? I would be very down to do that. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, next up on the pop culture update, uh, Dora the Explorer movie trailer came out, and it shows Dora as like a teenage girl. Uh, fan of this or no? It's a live-action movie trailer. I have not. I've seen the trailer. It does not look that good. It's and I didn't watch the show anyway, so I really yeah. don't care. No map. Boots is a weird uh, monkey that doesn't actually speak English, but he does in the show, or he did in the cartoon. It was, you know... Um, I just I, I saw the preview and I'm not a fan. This is a no go from me. I'm not gonna watch it, but it, well, I know it's not geared to my demographic, so it's okay. All right. Uh, next up, Disney is rumored to be closing 20th Century Fox. Flan. This so, is huge news for huge, the Marvel universe. Huge news. What's Marvel will be able to requ- uh, acquire Fantastic Four? What's happening? So yeah, what I mean, what's what's gonna be the fallout from this? Can you give me the the Hollywood Reporter and Deadline Hollywood both carry stories saying Elizabeth Gabler's label will be the first to casual be the first casualties of the Fox Disney merger. Fox 2000 was responsible for original mid-budget dramas like Love, Simon, The Fault in Our Stars, and Hidden Figures. The only thing like I care about is the the few superhero things. It sounds really nerdy, but they get they get uh, Disney will now have X Men, Fantastic Four, which will be out of the cinematic universe. Uh huh. They get all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, you I mean, you really psyched me out there. I thought there was going to be more to that story. There was going to be more beef. There was not. There should be more, uh, more movies made. More superhero movies, huh? We're going to have to sit through more Marvel superhero movies? Yeah, more probably. What are you, what are you doing on your phone? Sorry, I'm texting you. Are you texting your girlfriend? No, I don't have a girlfriend. Not yet. No, I don't have Soon one. Soon to be. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> Soon to be. Don't have one. Okay. All right. Uh, last up on the pop culture update. For you you and your soon-to-be uh, girlfriend, there are a list of movies. Oh, man, it just disappeared. A list of movies that are terrible to watch on a first date, and Twitter had some fun with this, so I got to look for them. I'll what tell you what's a good first date movie. Hmm. Is uh, what's the one with Matt Damon and uh, the late um, who's the comedian that that uh died two years? Robert Ro- uh, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. What's that movie called? Um, the Boston Group. Uh, I know what you're talking about. 
That's a good date movie, though. If you ever want a good date movie, that's Okay. It. Anna Fitzpatrick on Twitter, Banana Fitz, tweeted out yesterday, what was the worst movie you ever watched on a date? She says hers was Contagion. And people uh, responded with all sorts of movies. I just want to know, Flynn, have you, what's the worst movie that you've ever watched on a date? I've never done any bad date movies. Oh, well, aren't you just Mr. Perfect Cinematic Touch of God film critic? And yeah, I've never done any bad date movies. <laughs> Some of the response on here Schindler's List. Oh, oh, yikes. Yeah. Elizabeth Town turned out it wasn't a date. Oy. That sucks. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's, that's a. <laughs> They were so. I was so funny. I was talking to my buddy. It was like I was thinking it was like Christmas of last year, and I was like, he was like, "What are you doing, man?" Like, this is a joke. I'm watching Passion of the Christ. He just texted me, "Dude, I love that movie." <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one to that uh, Hannibal. Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. My long distance boyfriend took me to see Flight 93 in a theater when we were together for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate uh oh hostile it's another one the accused with jodie foster what would be a bad day movie i feel like any horror movie is not a good i I would never do horror i don't like horror anyway well the theory behind a horror movie is that you get her closer to you because she gets scared so then you cuddle up that was in the old days that was one of the i just do some chick flick or, or romantic comedy is always the best. You can do that. Why do a movie when you can start binging a Netflix series? Oof. Oof. Bank that go. deposit. And you're like, oh, we can't binge this all in one night. Or can we? <laughs> and then if you don't, then, you know, they come back again. I don't know. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, there's some ideas to stay away from uh, first date movies there. And that will conclude the pop culture update. I'm exhausted. It was a weekend and a half. Um, we had a good time out at the bars last night. Uh, do you have any parting shots or things to say before we wrap it up for next time? Um, I need my eight teams to do well next week because I would like to win some money. <laughs> hey, bragging rights. That's about it. Hey, bragging rights. It's all about money and bragging rights in that order. That's why we do it. All right. Um, yeah, I ain't got much going on. I'm just going to be exhausted. This is going to be a fun, fun week getting up early again. I I love sleeping in now. Oh, it's the best. But get, so getting up at four, I think to myself, I'm like, okay, sleeping in till eight at the latest, right? And then I've found myself the past two weekends, not getting out of bed until ten, and I'm just like, okay, we need to we need to curb that. So now hopefully next weekend I finally nailed down the whole sleeping in at an appropriate time. So um, I slept. I was. I went. I, I today I had nothing going on in the morning, so I I woke up at eight thirty. I'm like, oh, I'm just go back to bed and woke up at ten. Nice. Mm. Okay. I even took a little bit of a nap today, too, while I was watching the games. Oh, I'm yawning. Yeah, I'm really tired. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, to, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces.
I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I left you alone for the healing since I never gave you life. I walked and built good feeling. I got diamonds in my eyes. But let's be real, Godzilla in my trunk can afford my prize. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. What you saying, Godzilla in the trunk? Got my mans in the villa with skunk. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone. Everybody done died her back home. I've been trying to reach you for the longest. Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, cannot be on no bullshit. Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you bagging like school lunches. I beat you, we dash nigga like num num, that scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collapse for the clout. But I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga. Feel the Oh, 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 can you feel the earth?